Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Book 2, Chapter 19, Exploring the Island You spent your first day on the Moaning Island, investigating a number of tunnels to the west. You found only trivial evidence of any sort of treasure, crudely hammered into rough depictions on the walls. Farther in, you witnessed a large group of Sahuagin perform some kind of religious ceremony centered around a large troll named Kurvish. A periton was sacrificed, and its wings were grafted onto Kurvish's back, joining a number of other grafted appendages and horns. Elsewhere in the tunnels, you found an underwater passage, a gigantic whirlpool, and evidence that these rituals center around Kurvish as a path to Gosrum, the god of monstrosities. Returning to the longboat, Corker, the ship's doctor, and Gandis agreed that Deckley needed to be returned to the ship to finish recovering from his loss of a leg at the teeth of a shark. Before they leave, and before you rest for the night, Gandis helped to make some crude spears for your protection. You awake early in the morning to a crisp ocean breeze the smell of salt and sand, and a deep, resonant moan that shakes your chest. The island's namesake. As you look around, you see a number of the island's horned rabbits looting through your bags. What? Ew. What do you do? Go kill a rabbit. Get away from the bags. Shoo, you jerks. Chase the moth unless they're... What, this breakfast, yo? Oh, yeah, that's true. Let's kill some rabbits. We have spears. I got a hand crossbow. So do I, I guess. We're going wabbit hunting. <laughs> Waskily <laughs> wabbits. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you move to chase away the rabbits yes. from your bags. Yes. Okay. They emerge from your bags with various items. Vale, one of them has some of your gold dagger jewelry on its horn. Darvin, one of them just has cheeks full of rations from your bag and just a really large biscuit in its teeth as it hops away. Arnis, one of them has one of your big bard hats on its horn, and you just see your hat hop away into the underbrush. You gotta chase those rabbits. You're stealing our stuff. That's just costume. It's just a hat, though. I got other hats. Okay, but that rabbit stole all my food. Well, then let's go get some rabbit food. So yeah, these rabbits are afraid of you, and they are starting to run off with some of your stuff. Should we find out where they're going? <laughs> why, why do you want to follow the rabbits? I don't know. We need breakfast, right? 
So I'm going to shoot the rabbit that's got my stuff on its head and see maybe if I can get the rabbit in some breakfast. <laughs> maybe we should try a reasoning on first. Arnis, you're up. Arnisville, roll initiative. I'm not rolling persuasion on a rabbit. Ooh. Well, that was crazy good initiative. Maybe they speak. Maybe they speak. I got 20. Maybe they're talking rabbits. Okay. The rabbit who has some of your jewelry for Lord Goldagger also has a necklace on its horn, and it catches on a branch. And as the other rabbits hop away, it appears to be stuck for a moment. If you want to try to shoot a rabbit. 23? Yes. No. How much damage do you do? Oh, I'm kidding. You killed the rabbit. (laughs) No. You shoot a rabbit dead. I got breakfast, guys. I go over and take out a dagger and grab the rabbit and my jewelry and I come out and start skinning it and see what breakfast. You get the one with my hat. I only get one attack per round. <laughs> are, are you trained in survival? I'm uh, I am. No, is No, video. so I toss it to Iron and say, skin this. <laughs> wow. Some of us lived our life on the road. Maybe I have breakfast and you don't. Jerk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We all have breakfast. Because <laughs> I'm nicer than you. Okay. This is how you skin a rabbit. <laughs> so you have some good rabbit for breakfast. Nice. You're welcome. Along You're with welcome. whatever other rations you have in your bags that weren't stolen by rabbits. So we give Darwin a little more rabbits. It's his Dar- <laughs> Darwin portion of rations. Fair. Okay. Dipple, Sam, and Sniffins are still with you, so they will join in. Dipple's probably going to have rations. Just because it's one rabbit, and it's not feeding five people. That's true. So what are you guys doing after breakfast? Uh, we said we were going to go the other east, way. young man. Okay. Yes, you said you were going to head east. That's where we head. Would you like to stay along the shoreline, or would you like to go into the trees and the vegetation of the island? No one was getting lost yet. Let's stay on the shore. Uh, Vale's suggestion is we stay on the shoreline. Arnis is good with that. Because if the boat crashed, it's going to crash on the shore. What? Ugh. That's not how that works. We just jumped out of the water and Boats crashed in the middle of the island. Totally crashed, just in the middle of the jungle. Yeah. All the time. Alright, so you head east along the shore. The fog surrounding the island is cool. The sound of the waves is a little rough. But visibility is not too bad when you're looking inwards toward the island. It's more just outwards, and it becomes difficult. So everybody roll perception. I'm blinded by the fog. <laughs> this is gonna go well. Yeah, I'm literally blinded by the fog. Right, uh, Darvin. Eight. Aranus. Twelve. Fail. Three. Ooh. I have a plus seven. I would like to point that out to everyone. Well, I have a plus seven. Thankfully. And I got a twelve. Ay, ay, ay. Alright. So, Aranus, what does Aranus see with a twelve? Nothing. I know what Aranus sees. As you're walking east along the shore, Standing up and down, looking in, looking out. Aranus, after about an hour or so of walking east along the shore, you're looking in, and about 70, 75 feet in from the shoreline, up in the trees and the vegetation, you see a skull on a pike. Oh dear. A crude makeshift pike. Um, I relay this information and point it out to my fellows. Hmm. Should we go look more closely? Or Yeah. I'd like to go investigate it and see if I can tell how long it's been dead. Mm, smart. Alright. You all approach. Dipple, Sam, and Sniffins in tow. Go ahead and roll investigation. 17. 
have the medicine, so I can't use that knowledge. I guess you could roll medicine as well if you didn't want to do investigation. Ooh, I can do that. Makes my roll excellent. All right, Vale? 17. Arnis? 19. Medicine. Ooh. Darvin? 9. Okay. Well, something that you all notice, this is not a human-ish looking skull. This looks like a skull of one of the Sahuagin. It has been here for quite some time. There's no more flesh left on it. It is all just bone. Vale, you probably can't get an exact date of how long it's been here, but it's been a while. There's some moss growing on it from where the spear was used to puncture through the bone. Arnis, there's anything extra you could get with medicine. I think you pretty much just confirm what Vale has found. That, yeah, it's been here for a long time, and it was definitely killed. <laughs> it didn't put its own head on a pike. Oh, yeah. So. Um, is there anything else in the area that would indicate, like, a path or a ritual location or treasure? I don't know. You want to roll a perception and see if you notice anything else around? I do. Arnis. Thirteen. Vale. Eight. Darvin. Eighteen. Darvin, as you're looking around, you don't notice any path, but farther in the island, like farther away from the shore, about 40 feet away, looks like there's a clearing. Some light spilling in, and a couple of crossed swords staked into the ground. Interesting. I point this out. Does an X usually mark the spot? That's true. Crossed swords in the ground? That's true. We should go investigate that shit. Do we know? <clears throat> At least we can take the swords. Uh, do we know anything about the Tsuhuigan and their weaponry? Um, Just based on, like, what we've observed? As in, like, I'm trying to discern, could we tell, like, are those Tsuhuigan weapons or not? Not from 40 feet away. Oh, okay. um, But the only weapons that you've seen them wield so far have been ritualistic blades, not, like, standard combat stuff. Since you only went and watched them do that one thing with the Periton. Right. Well, let's so go look closer and maybe we'll be able to... Let's do it. Let, let us approach cautiously. Okay. Roll a perception again then, Arnis. If you're approaching with caution. Oh my god. Give us one higher every roll. <laughs> nice. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, is anybody else looking around? Sure. As we approach cautiously. Yeah, also fourteen. I'm looking for signs that there are any traps. But approaching cautiously is. I see my feet. What did you roll? No bonuses. No, please. Not a wisdom character. Sorry. Okay. So you approach through the vegetation. There are some rather broad-leafed trees and some vines in the way. Who's going first? (laughs) All right. It's not first. It's always Darwin, because he's the less spongy. Fine, I'll go first. Yeah. Well, I'm technically with the same level, but he's got his crazy dodge abilities. I do. Okay. Darvin, being the one who spotted this clearing and these crossed swords, leads the way. And as you push your way through the vegetation, as you move forward, you feel the ground give way. Uh, make a dex saving throw. Oh, do you have bonuses set? Uh-huh. What are your bonuses then? You're going to be mad. It's not something you can see coming. When I have to make a dex save to take half damage, is that this? Is it a half damage thing? I think it's no. just whether or not you're going in. It's whether or not you're going in. I think then it's, it's not going to matter. You're falling into something. Yeah, my, so I have a vision which only comes into play when you take damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yikes. 
That is not a good roll. Dex save. Oh, right, that's a high number. So that combo adds up to 13. Still not quite good enough. No! Darvin, you take a relatively short tumble down into a pit. And you take 10 damage as you land on some spikes. Wait, can I have that? Is it because of the dick save? Or is uh, that no, the, the dick save was for falling in. Okay, gotcha. Like if you had passed the dick save, you'd, like, you wouldn't the have damage fallen. wouldn't have even come into play. But you would have Except been able to right. leap yeah, out yeah, of the way. Yeah, I gotcha, or, I gotcha. Yeah. To nimbly step aside. 10, you say? 10, I say. Just take part of that, though, right? Because you're still fall? It's not fall damage, it's spike damage. Oh, <laughs> um, never mind. <laughs> it's like you designed this for my character specifically. It's like I designed it as a pit trap. <laughs> Somebody fell into a pit and landed on some spikes. Darwin is now ten feet in a hole with a wooden spike sticking through his leg. <gasps> Holy shit. Hey, buddy. I can't even help you. You're far away. You got some rock. rope. Yeah, we got well, rope. Try it. All right, everybody, let's get him out. We all work together as a group to get him out. <laughs> so we don't have to roll, because there's so many of us who want to roll. Sam Sniffins and Dipple as well. They all just, like, grab onto each other's legs. And mm-hmm. You tie a knot in the rope, and Sniffins just gets it in his teeth, and he's just... <laughs> Winnie the Pooh style. <laughs> pull him out. It's only ten feet. There are a number of you. You can easily pull Darfin out. Nice. And looking around, you can see that around this clearing, covering most of the space, there's a bunch of large leaves and branches and brush put down to hide this pit that you fell into. But now you know where it is. We'll fall for that trap again. Should we put the leaves back? No. Actually, it wouldn't be a terrible idea to put the leaves back. Just so they know no one fell in. That doesn't mean what I meant it to say, but you know what I mean. So it looks like nobody fell in. That. Gotcha. So do you want to redo the trap? Yeah, just like just put real the quick. stuff back over it. Okay. Okay. Plus uh, that way maybe we can trap someone else in falling. Maybe. We'll find out. You recover the trap. You're still on this side of it. The cross sword's on the other side. There's probably only about five feet across. What do you want to do? Go around to get to the cross sword. More carefully this time. Wait, isn't it, it like the pit is like all the way around? The it's pit? like a moat. So we have to, like, hop it. Oh, we have to get across somehow. It's five feet. You can just jump. You have to hop oh. it, yeah. It's just a matter of knowing it's there. Okay. okay. We hop it. Okay. Like all those rabbits. <laughs> you do not see those rabbits with your stuff. No, I'm just saying. The rabbits have made us more hoppy. Oh. You hop like a rabbit. Yeah. Because we ate rabbit for breakfast. Right. We gained its power. Gotcha. Why would you eat? Exactly. Okay. Telling you your liver, it's good for your liver. So you've made your way across. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? <laughs> this is a small mound. You notice that it is free of any overgrowth. Upon closer inspection, you see that the cross swords are, in fact, rapiers. Looks like they've been here for a while, though. They're both quite rusty. There's a chain or a necklace of some kind wrapped around the handles right where they cross. And just on the opposite side of it, there's a particularly colorful bed of flowers. Oh, it's a grave. Uh... Yeah, I think Darwin would recognize this as being a gravesite. It's a grave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would recognize it just without any sort of role whatsoever. You are, I'm assuming, as a monk of Corum, quite familiar with various burial rituals. Well, that was not the treasure we were hoping it to be. No, but those... Did the swords look like the ones... Like, now that we're closer, do they look like the ones that were being used by the Sahuagans? Not at first glance. 
But if anybody wants to do a history check on them, or an investigation, they might be able to tell something about these swords, or perhaps even the necklace. I'll do history. Why not? I don't know much about this, but we'll try it. Oh, not about it. Darvin, you taking a look? Yeah. I'm going to do history, because it's better than investigate. But slightly. Not like that. I got an eight. Okay. Arnis? Seventeen, history. And Bale? Thirteen, investigation. Okay. I win. I think Arnis wins. Well, Arnis is just the one who's able to get the most information out of this, and I assume we'll share it. These items do not look like the ones that you saw the Sahuagin carrying. Okay. This is far more typical of what you would find in one of the cities of Sarakar. It reminds you a lot, probably, actually, of Earl Earl's rapier. Hmm. Perhaps of royal make. Hmm. And this does appear to be an elven burial site. Hmm. I think we need to dig it up and see if maybe there's more clues as to where the elven shit may be. You're gonna... Do you have something to say about digging up a gravesite? I feel... I've, been, I've I feel seen this coming have... <laughs> and I've been thinking about it. I feel as if you would have an opinion. So Arnis is gonna defer to you first. And then have his own opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I've been thinking about this, but... So, I think... No, no. And Darwin's not okay with digging up graves at all. Okay. Yeah, that's two against one, but because I'm not either. (laughs) I was trying really hard to say he's fine with it as long as we just, like, put everything back (laughs) for investigative purposes as opposed to robbery, but the more I thought about it, the less authentic that felt. I don't think I can say that. <laughs> like me as a player, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll right? dig it up and find out what's in there. But I'm like, Arnis, no, sorry, <laughs> no, Arnis is not letting you do that. There's a there's a, a person of some origin buried under there, and I'm not, mm, I, nope. I, I bury them. I don't take them back out. Fair is point. the necklace of any value? Oh my god, no, sorry, uh, you're not taking that either. That's, that is part of the grave I'm market. curious. There's some elven script on it. And what's the script say? One ring to rule them all. <laughs> <One ring. laughs> There's nowhere near that much script on it. Sorry, I couldn't help it. Please continue. The chain appears to be of gold. There's a medallion hanging from the end of it. One side has an opalescent jewel. The other side has a little bit of elven script on it. And it says, For my love. Aww. Well, we've at least found our first found our first sign that these people made landfall. That's true. That somebody let's, was here. Let's focus on the positive. And if they buried this person here, then we can hope wherever they were maintaining a residence was not far from here. We can hope. I'm also terribly curious as to why that trap was there. Why would you booby trap a grave? Unless there was significance to that grave. Hmm. Didn't want anybody to disturb it. That's true. Not everybody thinks like you, Vale. Alright, so you're standing around on a grave. What's the plan? Can we discern another direction to go that's like not the way we came? Like is there a true. is there any okay. sort of like even abandoned like path that's not the way we came? Give me another perception check. I was gonna say I'm assuming we're gonna have to roll. Hmm? But that's there's a good roll. We like that. Same. All right, let's start with Vale this time. Nine. Arnis. Twenty. And Darvin. Twenty-one. Nice. Mm-hmm. 
So Arnis and Darvin, you're both very keen-eyed right now, looking for another trail. And the only one that you can really see appears to be a small game trail on the opposite side of this burial mound from where you crossed. Hmm. It's low. The grass and the vegetation is just tamped down in a very narrow path, a few inches, and it's maybe a couple feet tall before more branches cover it back up. So a small game went that way. Meaning we're not we're not going to be able to go trail. that way. I mean, you can just push branches aside. This isn't go a briar patch. Oh, There's okay. no thorns. Yeah, but the trail we're following was made by animals, meaning it's not necessarily going to lead anywhere we need to go. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you, Dark. Unless we want to find more rabbits. Waskily rabbits. Thieving rabbits. <laughs> Very waskily. You must bring justice to the thieving rabbits. Yeah, I can have my hat. It looked good on that rabbit. It's fine. <laughs> All right. He was pulling it off. It's fine. Unless anybody else has any other wonderful thoughts, I think we need to avoid the trap that Go we back. just covered up. Yeah, just hop over. Back. We know yeah. where it is now. Just wanted to say that out loud. Just hippity hop mm-hmm. over the trap. It's fine. <laughs> like a wascally rabbit. I'm just getting a hair tired of these rabbit puns, okay? It <laughs> wasn't even a pun. Okay, which direction are you guys going? Back the way we came. Okay. Over the trap. Not it. No, they yes. Don't. Unless anybody wants to intentionally fall in the trap. I don't want to put dark in the it. trap again just to make sure we go back exactly the way I we don't, came. I don't recommend it. <laughs> okay. You make the very short hop over this trap and start making your way back towards the shoreline, underneath the canopy and through the plants. Everybody roll perception one more time. Oh, yes. That was COVID. I tripped. <laughs> Darvin? Yeah, crit failed. Oh, you and me both, buddy. Fail, <laughs> also a crit fail. Uh, Arnis, maybe you can... I got a 12, which I guess is better than a crit fail, but I only rolled a 5. So, like, we're not, we're not doing well here, <laughs> Maybe the other people in our party notice something. No, these steel checks are all on you guys. Sam Sniffins and Dipple are just following you. Back towards the shore. So let's just pause and be like, hey Sam, do you notice anything right here? Hey Sniffins, do you smell treasure? <laughs> As you start making your way back, nobody hears it until it's too late. <sighs> the only sound is a slight ruffling of leaves from above before a wild-looking female elf leaps down unseen from the canopy, landing on Sam's shoulders. She has a deep tan and a pair of thick braids that would reach to the ground if she were standing on it. She has rope-like vines coiled around her shoulders and a gnarly coral dagger, which she presses against Sam's chest. She speaks in a quiet yet forceful voice. Sounding very much like the language of this hooligan. What do you do? Oh dear, so none of us can understand her. Not, not in that language. That. If we start talking to her in Elvish, maybe she'll I was gonna say, I she Elvish. speaks Elvish. I speak Elvish. We all do. We all speak Elvish? Oh, that's right, you all speak mm-hmm. Elvish. Mm-hmm. So it is worth a shot. Uh, Sam looks very shocked. Sniffin's fur stands up, gets some hackles going on. There's a very low growl. Um, this is you, Arnis. Oh, thanks, guys. No pressure. It's fine. Um, Unless you want me to help. It, <laughs> yes, I can play the drums of welcome while you talk. Please don't. Um, I don't want to piss her off more. Uh, very difficult, but I don't know what she stand wants. down. Uh, in Elvish, I I say please don't hurt him. 
and I like I kind of hold up my hands as a like they're like we're not here to harm you please don't hurt him there we go hands empty hands empty anyway, gesture yeah which is a completely different gesture if I'm making it <laughs> just as long as you aren't like jazz handing <laughs> no 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 spirit fingers or jazz hands it's meant to be like a like a, we're not here to harm mm-hmm. you please don't hurt him gesture she presses the tip of the coral dagger firmly into Sam's chest but without breaking through his clothes. And she looks confused for a moment as she hears you speaking Elvish. And you can see her processing, just like in her head. Uh, And she will say, still in a quiet but firm voice, I haven't heard my language in so long. Are you with those creatures? She understood me. That's good. That's a step. Okay. Um, Communication. (laughs) Yes, she knows Elvish. Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, tell her no, or not. I don't know what she's talking about. What creatures? I assume she means fish people. Well, I assume she does too, but I want to make sure that there's not something else that we haven't met yet. Alright. Those fish people. Oh, no. No. Well, that's a start. What were you doing on that grave? We were investigating her. Told when we had heard that a ship wrecked here. Investigating for not for wait, you were careful. As I see, as I see, and we're investigating to to see what I'm gonna say. We we were because this is perception. We were sent uh, to find any survivors from the shipwreck. (laughs) Everybody else gonna let that stand? I mean, no one's gonna contradict or support Vale. No. All right, Vale, roll deception. Anytime Vale can bald face and lie her way through something. (laughs) Eleven. This is going to go well. Who do you look like right now, Vale? I don't look like any of them because I'm wearing my masked hooded garb. I don't... Oh, you've got your little face shawl mask thing going on. Okay. Um, She says, I don't believe you. And she twists the tip of the coral dagger, and you just see, like, a little line of red poking through Sam's shirt. He winces in pain, but he is staying strong. Tell me the truth now, or I will shove this into his chest. We heard there was a shipwreck here, and that the ship may have been carrying what amounts to a large amount of goods, shall we say, and we came to investigate it see what we could find. If that included survivors, good. If not, okay. Roll persuasion. This is always good with like, hey, people lived. But... Ooh! That's a 22. Oh, very nice. Good timing for that. Yes. So you'll take us off the island then? It's not my boat to command. Um, She presses the dagger firmly into Sam's chest. Hang on, that wasn't a no. It wasn't a yes. That's just, I'm not the captain. So, hang on a second. Dipple. I will find a way to get out of the island. You're the, does Dipple speak Elvish? I don't even know if he can understand what we're saying. Um, I think it's more fun if he doesn't speak Elvish right now, so I'm going to say no. Okay, so he clearly has a confused look on his face. He can see that bargaining is going on. He knows what, like, a hostage situation looks like. Okay. He just doesn't know the language. His head swivels around like 180 degrees to look at you. Oh, right. Owl head. Yes, um, Dipple has an owl head. Right. Dipple. Uh, 
She's a survivor of the shipwreck. I'm assuming because of what she's telling me that there are more survivors. Now, it appears that the situation we have found ourselves in is that she will not shove that knife into Sam's chest if we agree to take them with us off this island, because they very much want to leave. I told her I was not the captain, and so could not make that decision. We are in a tenuous spot, because I'm pretty sure she's going to try to kill it if we don't take her. Let's see. How's Dibble going to respond? Please let it not be. We don't negotiate with Paris. (laughs) One, she's not a terrorist. Probably a really good thing we didn't dig up that grave. Yeah, you think? I think it's going to be a lot. I'm, I'm pretty sure this would be going much more poorly if we had dug up that grave. So. All right. Dibble will respond back to you in common, of course. Well, if she is a survivor of the ship, then she might be worth money to someone. As a reward for safe passage. What would you like me to tell her? That we can get them on the boat. Good enough. We should find out how many, right? Okay. I'm hoping she's used her speaking in plurals. She's a little more lucid than that, it appears. Um, she's mad, but not crazy. But what the hell do I know? Um, how many of you are there? I only know of one other who survived. Who still lives. Okay. I turn to Dipple and I say, it appears there's two of them. Okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He's the first mate? Yeah. Right? XO, first mate. Same guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, first mate. The XO, first mate. Whatever. Whatever I can figure out how to say in Elvish. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, this man is the first mate of the ship that we're on, and he has agreed that we will take you off the island. You and your fellow, if we can locate them. Friend. I know where they're at. Oh, okay. We just have to get him. That's the hard part. Why is that the hard part? Those creatures have him. I can't take them all on myself. Oh. Got it. So you're going to help us. Okay. This is good. I know my way around. This is good. She can show us. She can also show us. Here's some treasure. treasure. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. If you want to ask about treasure, you can. She's still on Sam's shoulders. See, that's... Yeah, that's the thing. Let's get her down first. Let's get her down, and then eventually we're we're going to need to mention treasure. I'm not just going to be like, yo, hey, so we're going to help your friend. Yeah, that's fine. Um, where's the golden shit? Like, (laughs) she's still pointing a knife at Sam. doing that. Um, okay. So what do we need to do to get your friend back? Where is he? What do we need to do? The Sahuagin have him. You just have to rescue him. And if you can help me, we'll go with you. Okay. We can do that. She nimbly hops off of Sam's shoulders. Yay! He rubs his chest a little bit, checks inside his shirt. It's not too bad. I ask him, are you okay? I ask him to comment, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Not something I was expecting today, but yeah, I'll be good. She takes that coral dagger and puts it in a very rough-looking belt. She actually has another one. She is no longer mounted on top of anybody with a dagger to their chest. Hey. So she's somewhat friendly now. That's a de-escalation. I'll take it. Welcome. Nice job, Arnold. Well, I suppose introductions are in order. My name is Annika. You are? Darwin. Arnis. Kara. Keeping the name. 
Damn it, I should have said Oscar. Too late. <laughs> I don't know why you would want to lie to this person, but don't worry about it. everyone on the photo of Oscar, too, so that's going to that's gonna be it. You did tell everybody. Nipple <laughs> <laughs> looks at you oddly when you say Darvin. Like, what? Now's not the time. Now's not the time. Dipple and Sam introduce themselves on this here Sniffins. She's been good to it. <laughs> she kneels down in front of Sniffins and puts both of her hands like on his head, rubbing behind his ears, and just like looks deep into his eyes. Almost like there's a little bit of a connection there. As she stands up. Alright. Are there any more of you? On the boat, not on the island. Okay. Shall we go get my friend? Let's do it. On the way, why don't you tell us what we're up against? Okay. We are up against the Sahuagin. Those fish people. Yes. They can't stay out of the water for too long. Just a few hours. Okay. They're much less dangerous on land. I would recommend against fighting them in the water. They're a little bit faster, and they have friends there. Okay. In case you haven't noticed, there's somewhat of a shark problem around here. It would be their doing. That's why there's not more of us. So, yes, we've noticed. Oh. I'm sorry, then. Anyways, we just need to sneak in, kill whoever's in our way, get my friend. We can get back to your ship. You all know how to use those weapons you're carrying. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, this is a ceremonial blade, mostly for show. (laughs) Don't let him fool you. He could punch you to death. (laughs) I'd like to see him try. Not gonna try. That fight would be interesting. Yeah, okay. I'd watch it, but not now. <laughs> Alright. You're walking back towards the shore, and you make it back to where your log boat's at, uh, all those crude spears, and the coals from your breakfast this morning, from where you cooked the rabbit. Annika looks at the fire. She looks at your campsite and just says, you should have cleaned up after yourself. Mm. Okay. Oh They'll know you were here. Uh, yeah. It could be lying in wait. That's true. Anyway... We already had rabbits steal our stuff this morning, so, okay. Don't worry about the rabbits. They're nice. I'm going to be like, they're delicious. You <laughs> stole our food in my hat. <laughs> just a hat. Don't worry about it. Don't ever tell a bard it's just a hat. <laughs> <laughs> if you really need it back, we can go get it. But I think we have more pressing issues at hand. I suppose. I still think it's interesting that she didn't tell us about the troll. Well, we'll see. So are we good to go? Sure. Well, we need a lady. I think so. Well then, we need to get into their tunnels. Have you seen them yet? Yeah, we saw them do some sort of ceremony. (sighs) We should kill them. But that's that's not why we're here. Let's just go. Wait a minute. Wait. Explain, please. What they're doing to Kirbish is wrong. Agree. Can we stop that? If we save him. Wait, wait, wait. My so friend Kirbish. Interesting. Okay, how do you? He we... didn't seem to not be enjoying what was going on. So wait, wait. Kirbish is being held prisoner, and they're forcing that stuff upon him. Yes. He looked he pretty, looked he looked like pretty into it. They've had him for a long time. Since he was a child. Okay. Okay. I was lucky and got away. He was not. Okay. So that is getting us involved in in the religious politics of this thing. It's fine. 
I mean, that's all. Do you have a desire to go through and kill all the zoo again? Well... And Kirvish, or and free Kirvish, or do we just want to beat the knowledge out of her? No, I kind of want to free Kirvish, mostly because because they're worshipping Gostrom, who's kind of our enemy, so I feel like we owe Gostrom a big screw you. I do. Don't, I, I don't dislike that. I'm just afraid we're going to die in the process. I mean, probably, but that's always Cool, true. let's do it. When, Especially since I'm starting it. run into something and think, like, oh my god, we're all going to die? I'm starting at the minute because of her trap. Like, Someone needs to ask this lady about the treasure. Oh, yeah. Because I want to know that there's treasure at the end of this, or we're just going to go save Kirvish and get screwed. Yeah, we could save Kirvish and then be like, hey, by the way, also, we're told there's treasure. But then just Kirvish sitting next to her, and we've already lost HP fighting the Sahuga. Her name's Annika. Yeah. yeah, but she'll be so grateful that she rescued Kirvish that she won't care about the treasure. Hey, Annika? Yes. One last thing before we rescue Kirvish. We were... Uh, we came here under the impression that there may or may not be survivors, and that there was potentially a lot of treasure associated with the shipwreck. Is that true? Most of our belongings and possessions are still on the ship. Which is... Which is... What? The Sahuagin habit. Is it in the water still? They could have it, meaning that they've taken the waters, and therefore they have it because they have the waters. In which case, we're not getting that treasure, yeah. because that's that's dead. That's their turf. When we first came here, the plan was not to come to this island. But the current had other plans. It pulled us in, into the island, and started pulling the ship under the water. That's when the Sahuagin attacked. Some of us got away. Myself... My parents, a few others, most were killed during the escape. The ship was pulled down into a whirlpool, where I imagine it still sits. There's our answer. Oh wait, I already saw a whirlpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could ask her about that whirlpool. Is it the whirlpool that I already saw? <laughs> the one in the cave. I'll, I'll try to describe like roughly where oh, we were. Okay. And... Yes. Well. In all of my sneaking around, they have not let that whirlpool drop. So I imagine that's the same one. You think there's a way to stop the whirlpool? Well, the Sahuagin are making it. Okay, fair point. So we kill them, rescue your friend, see if we can help you recover any of your belongings from the ship, and then we'll be gone. Let's go fuck Gosrim. I love it. Right? Screw Gosrim. Screw Gosrim, okay. Alright. You continue making your way west past where you landed on the shore. And you come to those three inlets that you took to those three different sets of tunnels into the island. Annika will give a very brief description of what's down each. The first is their large gathering place and altar, where they perform sickening rituals. The second is a much more sneaky way to get in, as long as they aren't patrolling the tunnel. It's an underwater tunnel. And the third overlooks the whirlpool. But the path is a little narrow, and you don't want to fall. Which way is everybody comfortable going? So not go underwater, personally. Not so comfy underwater, either. Does that mean there's actual water on the path, or does it just mean we're under sea level? No, the second path is an underwater tunnel where you're swimming through the ah, tunnel, holding it. your breath, trying to get to the other side. Got it, yeah. Not I never liked those levels of video games. I'm not going to like it in D&D. <laughs> Fair. I think really option A 
one. Uh, yeah, option one is our is our best option. Isn't that the not sneaky at all? Just walk right up the front door? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I guess the other option is high risk of... Falling into our death. Yeah. Well, falling into the water doesn't mean you're dead. It just means you're in the water. It's a whirlpool, so... <laughs> they they're maintaining. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Front door okay. Is. Front door it is. Annika will take you through that tunnel. Uh, it's all very familiar to you. You see the depictions on the wall, the smashed-in bits of gold and jewel and treasure. Are you guys trying to be stealthy at all? Or are you just walking um, through? Mr. Stealthy. As a group, are you trying to be stealthy? Uh, I think so. I am not um, stealthy, so I can roll and attempt it, but I am not stealthy. <laughs> but I mean, we should at least try, right? We don't want to be like, hey, fish people, we're here. Yeah. True. You're either trying as a group or somebody's making noise. Right. So everybody roll stuff. I could oh. barely roll better. Sorry, it's an okay roll. All right, let's start with Darwin. 21. Uh, let's go to Vale. 28. Wow. <laughs> let's keep the good vibes rolling with Arnis. Give some of it to Arnis. Six. Nice. Mm. <laughs> Can we just take the average and apply it to the whole group? <laughs> I'm afraid not. I told you guys I wasn't stealthy. That I would try, but I'm not stealthy. But I also did roll a two, which doesn't help either. <laughs> All right. I have a plus four to stealth. That's fairly stealthy. It's, it's dex. It's dex, so I assume most of you are like fairly good. Anything I don't have proficiency, I get a extra one. I get an extra mm. bonus, too. Nice. Being all bardy-like. So you're making your way through. Everybody is fairly quiet. Guess I'll roll for the NPCs. Everyone forgot where Vale was. <laughs> oh, it's a 20, a 17, and a 5. I will say that file. Sam, mostly because Sniffins is making noise and he's trying to shush the dog. <laughs> but Sniffins just smells a whole lot of stuff in here. Uh, and he's very curious and there's little little yips and growls. Uh, but Arnis is clomping through some puddles. Clomp, clomp, clomp. And... Uh, there is a slight echo as you make your way through these tunnels. And you find yourself at that overlook from where you saw the ritual. There's currently only a handful of the Sahua getting down there. They just appear to be patrolling. There's nothing on the altar. There's like a couple torches lit, so it's pretty dim. And the sound of running water. Can we observe their patrol and see if there's a way to like try and take them out individually and not attack them all at once? Uh, roll investigation to see if there's any sort of pattern or uh, blind spots that they're wandering into. Ten. Uh, it doesn't appear that they are stopping in a corner looking at a wall or anything. Um, <laughs> Can I try? In a moment. Um, okay. There being only a handful of them, you could each try to jump one at the same time. Mm, um, but if Darwin wants to take a look and see if he's got any better... Nah, um, like- We're going to have Arnis move last and take the closest one. I will go first and take the one farthest away from the group. Planning it out. Darwin will be the second furthest because he's pretty damn stealthy. Sick of me to just help you crit fail. And for me to just be like do, 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 do. So then, Vale, if you want to get to the farthest one, you'll have to do a little bit of traipsing along the rocks and on top of one of those little huts to get yourself in position. Darvin, if you're going to the second farthest, uh, yours would be very much the same. You'd just stop a little bit sooner. This is like hardcore parkour. Can I use my acrobatics? 
That depends. Do you want to be quiet or do you oh, want to be quiet. acrobatic? I want to be quiet. Okay. Uh, don't roll it just yet. Okay. Uh, Annika will go for the one in the middle. Dipple will take the second farthest one away. And there's Arnis. Uh, Sam and Sniffins are keeping the lookout. So, yeah, if you want to be quiet about it, roll stealth. Is that everybody? Yeah, everybody. Yes. Ninja. That's not terrible. Didn't hit ninja levels, but tis enough to serve. Let me get I'm to trying to make that a thing. Tis not so deep as a well, nor as wide as a church door. But that's too much context. You just got to say tis enough tis to serve. serve. For like, yeah, that's good enough. I'm trying to make it a thing. I'll go with it. I'll go with it. So you each move out to take position. What are those stealth rolls? Let's start with Vale, who's probably got the highest one. Twenty-seven. Damn. Vale is silent as they traipse along the rocks and on top of the huts and gets into position right over one of these Sahuagin guard. Darvin. 19. Darvin is also quiet. They both move silently out into the dim light. Like, this is what we do. <laughs> yeah, this is them. This is, this is how it goes. Arnis. 11. There's some rocks that tumble down as you're moving along this path. But it was above a 10, guys. It like was. It's pretty good. Very good. It's pretty good. I still suck. But it was yeah. perfect. Annika and Dipple take their positions. Unfortunately, Arnis, you've been heard. So let's have everybody roll initiative. Of course. I roll crazy low on that roll. Of course. And now I roll high. But I've been heard, so they're all looking at me, so better roll high. Uh, let's start with Darvin. I got a 15. Vale? A uh, 7. And Arnis. 20. Ooh. Okay. Arnis, as you move into position, uh, the one nearest to you stops moving, looks around, and is scanning the rock face uh, for the intruder. And you've been spotted. What do you do? Um, how spaced out is everybody? Like, how, how far are all of these guys away from each other? And This is all very spaced out. This Sahuagin is maybe 15 feet away from you, but most of that is down. Okay. Unless you were just trying to sneak up behind him. You could be the same level, or you can be higher than him if you want. Either way. I probably wouldn't have tried to climb a rock. Okay. So you were sneaking behind the rocks and behind the little huts, and he's about 15 feet away when he spots you. Uh, you probably cannot see Darvin or Vale uh, or the others, because everybody was just doing this one-on-one. Okay, so I can't see the other Sahuagans either. Right. Okay, so I've got one in front of me, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. That actually makes this much easier. I am... I'm going to attempt to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, please read that spell. Creature of your choice that you can see within range perceives everything as hilarious funny, falls into fits of laughter if this spell affects it. Target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't effective. And it can repeat the throw at the end of its turns or any time it takes damage. Okay. What is that save DC? Fifteen. Cast your spell at this hooligan guard. Sixteen. Damn it. <laughs> it hears your words, and its eyes narrow, and it mutters something very guttural uh, that you cannot understand. Let's go next to Darvin. Oh, oh, wait, wait a minute. As a, uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to give myself bardic inspiration. 
I'm so inspired. <laughs> that sucked. I can do better. I'll do better. <laughs> a very interesting thing about bardic inspiration that I've been told, hmm. and uh, the rules have confirmed that like, you cannot cast bardic inspiration on yourself. Damn it. But I'm willing to let it go if you get M to cast it on you. Your loot. Oh, God. Oh. Does it, it still counts against yeah, my yeah, total? Yeah, yeah. Or no, it'll be your total. You just have to convince M to do it. Um, sure. I'll try that. Okay. You're still on good terms with M. So simply roll a persuasion. You're very persuasive. Yeah, no problem. I like this loophole a lot. 18. Yes. <laughs> Just don't crit fail. Don't crit fail. That's all I was thinking. Yes, Arnis. If you can't be sneaky, you should at least be good at something. <laughs> so, I will lend you some inspiration. I love him. Thank is so cool. He's sassy. That's what I like. Alrighty. Darvin, this hoogan you're stalking has not noticed you. So you have advantage if you wish to attack. I do. I'm going to jump down and skewer a fish person. All right. Uh, you have advantage. Is your acid on? Yes. All right. Acid on. Hmm, good thing I have advantage. That's going to be a 21. Oh, yeah. That'll hit. Right. Roll some damage. 10 damage. It screams in pain and starts swearing at you in a language you do not understand uh, and attempts to push you off. There's, there's no need for that kind of language, Mr. We need to be civil. Yeah, let's have some civil discourse here. Okay, second attack. Ready? I'm ready. You do not have advantage now. I figured. They know you're there. 23? Yeah, that still hits, though. So that one will do 12 damage. Do you want to kill him? Yes. All right. You strike down the Sahuagin guard. Uh, someone probably heard that scream, but no more sound will come from this spot. Nice. Oh, I get my temps. Yes, you do get your temps. Wisdom mod plus monk level. So nine. Let's see if we can get Dipple and Annika to kill off their guards. Start with Dipple. Oh, he's going to hit. Not going to kill him, but definitely going to wound him. Annika, on the other hand, is very mad and will jab two of these coral daggers into a Sahuagin if she can. Yes. And... Oh, no. She's in too much of a fury. <laughs> it's going to take some good damage. All right. Uh, it's time for the Sahuagin to attack back. So it's really just if you haven't killed your dance partner here. Aranus. Let's see. What do they wield? That says spear, but you know what? Try it. So this Sahuga is going to very angrily charge at you and try to stab you with this trident right in the chest. It's only a 12. And as he finishes closing the distance, gonna try to bite you. Uh, gonna get in real close. Fish bite. Bite you on your pretty barred face. Uh, at least it's not a swarm of fish. Uh, no, that's also not gonna hit. Uh, but he's all up in your business now. The smell of fish is all about... He definitely looks wet and a little slimy. Uh, nice bark clothes. Yeah, it was definitely hitting. And. Ah, Dipple will not get hit. Okay. Everyone thought we had to kill Kervish to rescue the fish people. Boy, did we have that backwards. 
Um, but Darvin, yours is dead and Vale. Yours is looking around in confusion at these sounds, but he hasn't been able to see anything yet, and you've got the drop on him. If you'd like to attack from Sneaky Sneak. This is a surprise or no surprise? I'm going to say not surprise, because there's definitely stuff going on, but you have advantage. It's still sneak attack. Yeah. Still a lot. Nice. Uh, 22 to hit. Yeah. Um, attacking with my rapier, because I know I have the advantage, so I'm going to go for damage. Alright. 25. And do you wish to kill this guard? Uh, yeah. Okay. You brutally skewer a Sahuagin, and it falls to the ground silently. Alright, Arnis. Fishman, right up in your face. Getting him to run away from me would be amazing. If it works, I'm going to cast Fear. How does that work? He has to succeed on a wisdom saving throw or drop whatever it, he's holding and become frightened for the duration. That means he must take the dash action and move as far away from me as possible. Okay. Uh, 16, right? Uh, 15. Oh, 15. You roll sorry. 16 I rolled a 16 last time. 15 DC. 15, yeah. All right. Let's give this a shot. Ooh. It's a, a solid five. Yes. Fantastic. Run away from me. So what does this look like when you make him afraid? Is this the music? Is this your tone of voice? <laughs> Is this just like some like spooky eyes? What's going on? Um, <laughs> since Em and I are still on good terms here, uh, mm-hmm. I play, like, spooky music, but then she sings spookily over it, right? And so, <laughs> like, so it sounds like... Like Evanescence? It sounds like... No, scarier than that. So it sounds Rammstein. like... Rammstein. Let me finish! So it sounds like, like, sad, scary, kind of atonal music with a woman, like, wailing over it. Oh god, that's terrifying. <laughs> and then, like, and, yeah, and so he runs away. Alright, so this again is freaked. Meanwhile, everybody else in the cavern also hears this, just a chill runs up your spine. Yeah, he drops his trident on the ground, turns, and books it. And we get to him on his turn. Sweet, I'm gonna trident. Hey, that's tragic. I pick up the trident. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I'm king of the sea. All right, you pick up the trident. Good job. Did my guy have a trident? Do you want a trident? Trident. Uh, I'm wearing yeah. the loot. Yours also had a trident, Darwin. <laughs> nice. I take my trident too. Why are you taking a trident? Why not? Because why not? It's a trident. It's a little crude, but yeah. It's weird. It's trident trident. Mm. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> it's a minty fish. Darvin, it is your turn. The get in front of you is dead. You've picked up their trident. You know, deeper into the cave, that's where Vale was. But closer to where you came in is where Arnis, Dipple, and Anna are at. And I saw Arnis. Fear is away. You heard it. You didn't okay. see it. Okay. And you've heard fighting from closer into the cave, as opposed to deeper in. It's been silent from where Vale went. Can I see? Can I see? Oh, there's torchlight in here. 
Uh, it's very dim. So what's your speed? 45? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you move about 20 feet to get a better look around, and you can see... Let's just roll for it. Let's see who's you see. You see uh, Dipple fighting off his Sahuagin guard. I'll go help Dipple then if I can get to him. Uh, not this turn. You could dash and get there. But then I wouldn't be able to do anything, so I'll take my action. Unless you used your key point. Not take the it. dash action. Okay. Not worth it. I'll head in that direction. Okay. And you make your way off towards Dipple. Dipple's going to keep fighting his Hoogan guard. And hurt him. Not enough to take him out, though. You see Dipple fighting the Sahuagin and slashes him across the chest, but the fishman does not go down. Annika keeps fighting hers, gets a good stab in with one of her coral daggers. Ooh, bad stab. Bad stab. Uh, and those fights rage on. Uh, it's the Sahuagin's turn. They will fight back against Dipple and Annika. You're going to take a little bit of damage as they get tridented by their respective Sahuligans. If they were troublemakers, they'd be Sahuligans. But all Sahuligans. Right? And then the one that Aranis made afraid, and he sprints out. Darvin, you hear them run just behind you as the sound of wet feet slapping along the rocks goes past, and it just dives into the water. Whoosh. Mm. It's gone. Uh, Veil. Mm, can I see a target? Not from where you're at, no. Can I move my full move and then see if I can see a target? Yeah. Let's see. Right now there's only Dipples and Annika's left. Uh, you can also see Dipple grappling with a Sahuagin. again. Cool. I'm going to my rapier, drop my hand crossbow, and see if I can't help him out. Go ahead and shoot it. You do have an ally next to him. Yes. <laughs> Unless you really want to shoot Dipple. Uh, it's a 17. Yes, that hits. 23. You would have one-shot the poor thing. He would have. I did less. Had they been at full health. I did less damage to mine and to attacks. Your crossbow bolt flies right into its head, and it just drops down. The trident falls out of its hand. Balances on its end for a moment before falling over atop its body. Dibble rapidly turns his head and looks at you. Okay. Okay. This is what I do. I want to be looking at Darwin just getting like silent. That's too. Gosh. It's not a contest. No, but I want to get a little bit of that, like, the Rings rivalry. No, I always had it. I got it. It's fun. They do that in the books, you know. It's really funny. Oh, it's Artis. Yes. Uh, you've made one run away. You saw him run and dive into the water and not re-emerge. You've heard the sound of several of them being dispatched, but you can also hear Annika still fighting with one. I go that direction. Okay. Uh, and you are able to see her. She has both of her coral daggers out and is just furiously stabbing at it, but it's still standing. Am I within, like, crossbow range? Yeah. Then I'm going to try to crossbow this thing. That's a 25. Yeah, that's going to hit. Eight damage. You hit the Sahuagin in its side, and it grabs at it and screams, yanks out the bolt, and uh, yeah, it's still not down. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, that's, a, that's about it. Okay. Uh, Darvin, what would you like to do? 
So the one you were running at is dead. Right. So I'm gonna have to, I guess, investigate more the other direction. All right. Mm-hmm. See if I can find the Annika one, which I think is still alive, but Darwin doesn't know. Yeah. You head off towards that sound. Uh, you could definitely hear that Sahuigan scream after it got shot by Aranus. Uh, so you head that way, and you do see it still standing, bleeding heavily from several puncture wounds. And unless you're going to take the dash action, you can't get up next to it, but you can shoot it. Yeah, that's probably what I should have done to the last one. Unless you want more kills stolen. Nope. 24. That's going to hit. 9 damage. You shoot it in the back. Uh, the Sahuagin collapses down, dead. Annika follows it down and just keeps stabbing it in the back a few more times before getting up, kicking it, and Still joining it. my kill. So everybody joins together in the center, near the center of this room. Annika looks at Aranis. You've let one get away. I used the weapon I had available to me. Well, it's done, so... We'll just have to deal with it when the time comes. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter at Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.libsyn.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. Very dark, very quick is a delicious talk and variety show, squished around interviews with a side order of skits, a double heaving of characters, and hot steaming wins. Each episode, Mike and Aaron order up a new topic and serve it up to you as the Blue Plate Special Du Jour. You can catch Very Duck Very Quick on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BlogTalkRadio.com. Very Duck Very Quick is a member of the Astro Panda Network, vegan-friendly, MSG and GMO-free. 